So welcome. Today we have a podcast in English, and that is because we have Dilip. Uh, he is one of the co-founders of Sellerapp. And um, Sellerapp is, is a tool, but he's going to talk a little bit more about uh, uh, this tool from, from India. And I, I think it's going to give us like a, a very fresh perspective, uh, you know, because we, we had like a, a lot of uh, German tools here in this podcast, but we never had one uh, from India, many from the US too. Um, yeah, so let's let's see how, you know, what, what, uh, what your perspective is on that. So maybe uh, can you talk a little bit about yourself and, and why, why you started uh, to, to uh, launch SellerApp and, and how it is working for you in Germany? Yeah, uh, thanks, Timo. Uh, so by the way, I'm Dilip, uh, co-founder of SellerApp. So we are a four-year-old uh, SaaS data analytics startup. Um, we are based out of Singapore. And we have two offices, one uh, in, back, in back in India as well as in US. So, so as you know, like I think uh, I, I come from the advertising background and I have been working as a CTO of a company called Programmatic 2.0 Private Limited based in Singapore. And while I was running uh, the ad company, I realized the growth of Amazon as well as Amazon advertising. And uh, we also spoke to a lot of sellers out there and realized there are hardly any softwares available for them to make data-driven decisions. So, uh, so then it was obvious for us to connect both uh, the advertising as well as the e-commerce and then come with a platform like SellerApp. So currently it's now four year old. Uh, we have uh, uh, thousands or in fact, 10,000s of sellers essentially across the world using the platform. We are also available on the Amazon official app store. And uh, yeah, I think very exciting times. Okay, and can you can you explain a little bit um, what what Seller App does? So it's I understand it's uh, for for managing PPC, but is there uh, when I when I check out your website, it, it seems like there's uh, uh, more features than than PPC to it. Right. Uh, so uh, one thing in the earlier uh, part of our business itself, we realized is um, depending on the phase of their e-commerce journey, sellers can actually have different problems, right? And uh, if they are about to launch a product or they're looking for searching or scouting for a product, then the problem set is different. Or once you start selling, again, the problem set is different. And also once you really want to uh, scale your business, then the challenges are totally different, right? So what we have tried to build over the past uh, four years is try to build a really a multiple suite of features all the way from product research to keyword research to all the way up to Really, once you start um, making, let's say, a million dollar per month, the different set of features which can actually help. So it is because, again, uh, one more uh, way to look at it, this is um, with just a single feature. Let's say if you have a feature like uh, advertising or PPC or keyword research, that won't give you a 360 degree view of your entire business. So you really need set of interconnected features which can actually help you to understand as well as improve your business. So, so really it's a suite of features, suite of solutions, I will call, uh, which can actually help you in the whole journey. Okay. And how, how do you differentiate yourself um, with, with other tools that, that are very popular? So for instance, Helium 10 also has a, yep. a suite of features or, or Jungle Scout um, or I don't know, uh, Celix to also name like a, a German tool. Um, yeah. So how, how, what's your differentiating, uh, um, Mark, on, 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 or different different take on, on that? 
So let me address this in a slightly different way, uh, Timo. I think uh, recently we were going through one of the reports uh, uh, put out by Amazon and some other third-party research institutions, which said that Amazon has all over the world. Um, Amazon has close to ten million sellers. And when I look at that number, and also the number of uh, folks who are using different tools, it's very, very uh, minute. So recently we participated on the. Amazon Singapore conference, and we were trying to ask users how many of you even use an advertising solution to automate your ads. And mm-hmm. on that survey, we realized that more, less than seventy percent of them actually uses um, uh, any of the tools. Right. So we, uh, in fact, I think all of these tools are great tools. I mean, some of you, some of them which you have mentioned out there, all of them, are, all of us, I think, are working with the same mission of helping the sellers. but i think the way in which we all work is different right and in our case i think we all come from the pure from the computer science as well as from the data engineering background so we try to make sure that um instead of providing data to sellers we really try to provide various kinds of insights to them right which are actionable in nature so the difference between data and an actionable insight is data you really need to be strong to essentially consume it and uh, while we when when we even showed users really good keywords which they should try to optimize for and asked them okay what will you do with these keywords most of the sellers were clueless about it so what we try to do is instead of providing pure data what we are trying to provide is we are also connecting that with the next action which means uh, let's say timo you are a seller and now i give you keyword and i will tell you okay here is a place on your product copy you should essentially update this with so this helps you to be very contextual and it also helps you to take the action immediately so we try to build more insights rather than data and also uh, we also do have a small team of growth consultants which also works very closely with the sellers in terms of improving their um, business so it's a human Uh, intuition combined with the powerful platform that's what we are actually known for yeah so you i've, I've seen that on your website that you also offer managed services so th- that is the, the the listing optimization and the um ppc agency um and and that's true that typically this is like something that that tool providers don't do they either are an agency or they are a tool provider but not not many do both um in what languages does that work so for instance if if the, the you know do, do you have users in in germany already and and does that does that work in in the german uh, language and for the german amazon marketplace as well yeah so in the past uh, four years we have close to 120000 sellers 120k sellers registered with us and close to a third of them uh, come and uh, visit our platform every month and uh, so currently the major markets include us Uh, obviously china uh, india singapore these markets so so we only recently launched for europe uh, especially mm-hmm. germany and france so as of now the platform is not available in german but uh, that's something in the close in the pipeline right now because we started seeing lot of interest at least from the amazon brand acquirers as well as accelerators like you guys mm-hmm. who are actually uh, looking to start using the platform so the so the the platform is available in around seven languages including spanish uh, chinese uh, korean uh, and others but as of now it's not available in german but that's something which uh, we are looking forward to doing no i mean like the the not not the ui i mean like does that does it work 
on the on the German yep. um, Amazon marketplace. So, for instance, if you do keywords, does that understand like German keywords, or does that not make a, a difference at all in which language it is? So the difference between the natural language for any softwares, if you look at it out there, right? I mean, there are. I don't think there are any tool which actually gives. Um, um, I mean, proper keyword research. Let's say in French or German or even in Japanese, right? So the difficulty for that is to segregate the search terms and then identify this is something related to this, right? So, I mean, so all of us essentially have built uh, powerful NLP tools, uh, natural language processing kits. Uh, we use essentially to understand and also identify keywords for the product. So, and most of these NLP kits are not really that optimized for languages other than English, right? Mm -hmm. So we do provide uh, keywords in German and other languages. But again, the accuracy as well as the context of the keywords might be slightly missing compared to the English keywords. Okay, and and speaking of the aggregators, you you said they they start the German aggregators. They they started uh, using um, Seller App. Did they already make you an acquisition offer? <laughs> so we are here for a long term. So we <laughs> are currently in the advanced stages of our raising our Series A. So um, I think uh, this is a very huge market, right? And we do see a lot of new business models, Thrasio models, also the accelerated models, which are coming up, right? And working capital models, which are coming up. So uh, we are currently not looking for any active acquisition or anything of that sort, but, um, but we are mostly looking at making sure that our customers, at least the sellers are really getting benefit out of it. So, yeah. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure they, they, they approach you already. Um... All right. Um, then let's let's talk about a little bit about the uh, the, the the keyword research. So yeah. can, can you uh, talk us through a little bit, like you know how 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 you would approach it? So I think this is um, I think one thing we could uh, we we recently did a uh, experiment, small experiment with one of the successful products out there because. Uh, the product was already doing really well, and if you really look at the organic visibility of this product, which means like most of the long tail keywords as well as the relevant keywords, this product was already ranking very high. But one thing we can see is Amazon algorithm keeps changing. And uh, and there are also a lot of, uh, I think uh, people keep talking about A10 algorithm and other things. Um, A9 has much more moved forward and other things. So one thing we could see is there is a lot of uh, new trends which we can see, for example, the external traffic coming to Amazon, right? That's a very, very huge phenomena right now. Anyway, the DSP campaigns are already there, but the external traffic from social and your own website, uh, all those things are also something which Amazon do uh, look into picture, like which means what kind of keywords are already um, uh, in, what keywords are actually giving keywords for the product. All these things Amazon started giving a lot of importance. So we try to look at it in two ways, right? I mean, so let's say you are, you have just launched the product, right? As a rookie mistake, one of the uh, things which we have seen uh, the beginner sellers uh, do is they try to make sure that their product has been ranked for, let's say, hundreds of keywords or let's say 50 keywords, right? The problem with that is you are kind of diluting all your efforts into this 100 keywords, right? So what we really try to say is, depending on your product journey, right? Okay, it's in launch phase. Let's try to make sure that the product is optimized, the keywords are good, the title is good, the descriptions is good. And you try to start making consistent sales, let's say from around 20 keywords, right? And now you are in the top three position of all these three keywords. 
then you start slowly increase your visibility more from 20 to 50 50 to 100 and once you reach that mature phase of the product that's where you really need to start focusing on the long tail keywords right so uh, and very interesting thing uh, timo we have just done is like we just released a um, uh, report uh, this was from the study which we did last year uh, this, uh, the last year during the same holiday season we try to understand the keywords which are mostly related to the gifting as well as holiday season right so we try to identify around 300 plus different uh, keywords which ideally you should be using only for this season which means only for the next two months you should ideally be using either on your copy or you mm -hmm. should be using on your backend search term so optimize it so that your visibility is good for this season right so let's say it can be uh, the black friday or the gifting season or christmas or all those things right you can optimize it and you can use it so um, so again uh, so you have to be really contextual to the product and the phase of the product and you might have multiple products right some of them are already in the growth phase you are scaling up some of the products are just in the launch phase so based on these uh, different phases i mean identify the keywords and start using it okay so so you're saying that when you launch the product you start with little keywords deliberately um, yep. and then you add more uh, later and over but then you also keep on changing the keywords based on the season so I, I'm not sure uh, how to do that let's say it's Christmas right and I'm selling I don't know like a, um, a bicycle right so yep. how which 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 keywords would I be adding because there's no Christmas bicycle right but like what which which keywords should I be adding if I was selling a, a bicycle when it's Christmas so uh, let's say bicycle. Uh, so I would love to buy a new cycle for my uh, six-year-old son right now. And uh, so let's say if uh, I'm looking at uh, gifting a bicycle for my son, right? So there is a chance that I might search for uh, discounts which are available for bicycle at this point of time. Or for example, right now, if you look at, um, there's a grand sale ho happening in um, Amazon, most of the Asian geographies where they're operating like including india and japan so i would try to ensure that some of these terms are being not used in the copy directly but i will use it in the backend search terms right so that your product has been indexed for those products right like gift for sun right let's say that is a keyword right let's say gift for sun i will try to use it in my backend search terms so that my product has been indexed for that particular um uh, keyword and um, i can also start so so once it is indexed then it's all about making sure that your product is there in the top three or top five search results so i'll try to run some specific ad campaigns so that amazon will bring the context start driving traffic to you we'll yeah, understand how, how is it relevant for a gift for son because that could be anything right i mean like let's say yeah. if, if it's a bicycle somebody's searching yeah. for gift for son i mean yeah why why would somebody click on the bicycle, right? I mean, you know, Amazon likes to sort it by by relevance. Like, so people click on it and they buy actually buy it. Um, and just because you put in the keyword doesn't make people more likely to buy it because it has no relevance, right? Because anything could be a gift to a son, right? 100%, 100%. So most of the thing, if you look at it, gift for son is a very generic term, right? And it can be a bicycle, it can be a small pen, it can be a whatever it is, right? It can be any of these products. But what I'm trying to do is, I'm just trying to increase the visibility of the product so that even if somebody searches for ideas of gifts, my product 
comes up right and i can obviously run some ads i can run some manual campaigns on those keywords and try to see if the conversion is good right again i will this is an experiment this is not something which is certain that i will actually get the conversion right so i will try to run uh, experiments on it and i know this is a season where people will be looking for gifts so mm-hmm. it's a trend i'm just latching onto the trend right now right i mean for example i'll just tell you an example so we uh, recently did an experiment with a coffee mug and uh, in this case of coffee mug it had um, it had some grandmom or granddad or something of that sort which is written so we tried to latch onto again to the seasonal trend and try to make it as a gifting for a grandmother kind of keyword and the keyword and the, the campaign has really worked right and it's a it's not a product like bicycle which is a 100 dollars or 200 dollar product it's a 10 dollar or 15 dollar product but the advantage is it was very easy to go with the wind get that visibility start generating that initial sales uh, give that relevance to amazon so that amazon try to understand okay gifting okay this product is coming people are buying which means obviously this is a contextual product and you will automatically start ranking for those products yeah so it was like a gift for grandma and it made sense because the 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 product was actually intended to be a gift for grandma right yes that's and right and then if it's yeah. not the christmas season then people give less gifts then you're saying that you should not have the the gifting keywords um but instead something else is that so so like you you could just keep the the, the gift keywords forever right they 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 wouldn't hurt or do you why would you then replace them no no again again uh, some of these keywords if you really look into the kind of uh, volumes on different so amazon has launched something called the brand analytics and it has lot of sfr data right so it's frequency ranking data and if you look at it uh, some of these terms like gifting it's not something which has a heavy volume in the other months like i yeah, mean you yeah, can yeah, al- yeah. already start seeing that maybe uh, from by the mid of jan uh, that the i mean you can see that the sfr already starts dropping right so it's not something which um, i mean stays for a long time and the demand may further come back again in the next october or the q4 season so again all these are limited uh, character length space which amazon gives you right what what you have is essentially the the product page uh, if you do have brand analytics and brand uh, registration you have the a plus epc and other content but you have a limitation it's not like your website where you can add any amount of content so there is a limitation so be, most of the i know that all the most all the re- relevant keywords and all your um, uh, high frequency keywords all of them you might have already put directly in your title and copy and other things but these are additional keywords additional terms which you really want to use it for only for a couple of days and again uh, it's already q4 and we are already in the uh, last week of october so i won't suggest making lot of changes right now because uh, if your experiment goes bad i mean you don't want the product to be taken down by amazon whatever it is i think most of the experiments should have been completed by the last week of september but right now it is all about monitor your brands monitor your sales ensure that everything is working uh, that's where you should focus on mm-hmm. all right yeah very interesting um so I, i'm going to try it actually <laughs> um putting some 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 christmas terms over christmas and then when when it's easter and i put in some easter terms i don't know um and you're right i mean like the the, the space is limited so you know yeah. if there's the, the volume drops then you know why keep the keyword right that's that makes perfectly sense um then 
speaking of of advertisement um which is something that that you focus on can you yeah. talk a little bit about you know what what challenges you you see that that sellers have uh, uh running ppc ads and and how you can help maybe i think advertising is still a, a technical feature overall and we can see that sellers do really struggle and um, amazon has made it uh easier good easy uh, dashboard intuitive ui everything but still this is one feature where we can still see sellers do really struggle and the reason for it is also is uh, because many of the sellers don't know what is the outcome of it right i mean so let's say they spend 100 dollars or let's say 1000 dollars per month what is going to be the return of investment this is very difficult right and i i also do see another well, problem tells you uh yeah you get impressions but you and they give you some data in terms of the conversion ratio what is the expectation ctr whatever it is but again it is still very very uh difficult feature i mean almost all the surveys we have done with our sellers i think advertising ppc is the number one challenge which all of our sellers have uh, selected right and i think the first reason i think uh, is may i think very less number of sellers know how to calculate margin of their products right <laughs> yeah. and this is the primary problem which we have seen right i mean and second one is how do you calculate what is the acos in which they should run the product right yeah. and um, again uh, there are some very very simple easy to ca- easy to understand mathematical formulas it's very simple uh, let's say your profit margin is let's say uh, finally after okay so generally this is the so there is a something called rule of thirds which means you are trying to sell you are able to pro, let's say source a product for 10 dollars and all that that is the first third of the cost second th- one is essentially the amazon fees and the last one is acquisition plus your profit margin right mm-hmm. and initially when you launch the product you are not looking at lot of margins you are looking at that initial sales momentum sales velocity to happen so you will try to keep your uh i mean uh, essentially your margins very low let's say $1 or $2 or very less it depends on the cost of the product but again all these things so the one third of the cost is actually for the product uh, sourcing or the manufacturing plus shipping to the warehouse uh, assuming that you are all fba sellers the second one is actually for the amazon fees like referral fees and storage fees and all those things comes into picture uh, roughly you can calculate this as, as a, another $10 and now the last one is the last part is essentially you are um, essentially your profit margin right so ideally you should be selling the product for a 30 dollars right 10 dollar you are able to get the product and finally 30 dollars you are trying to sell the product right so now in this case um, when you are launching you are looking at kind of a break even a cost right you are not looking at making profits you are looking at um, generating some sales so that you are so amazon start building all those context for your product you start generating sales and then you are the next phase the growth phase that's where you are looking at okay generating 20 or 30% of profits right and then you go to the scale where you are looking at uh, ranking for all the long tail keywords so in all these phases it's very difficult for most of the sellers to essentially identify all these different stages and optimize and also keep the advertising for that particular price right so um i mean i think things are improving i think there are a lot of uh, good material out there for sellers out there especially in the youtube channels and other places where people can uh, relate to and understand but yeah still advertising is one of the major challenge yeah and and adding if you're a german seller you know it's yeah. it's uh, 
and in addition to the three thirds, 19% VAT. Oh, that, okay, okay. <laughs> um, but I understand that sellers from outside Germany sometimes don't calculate that and don't pay for that. But that's like something that's um, that's really hard. Yeah. That's becoming more and more difficult, you know, because uh, they, um, you know the, the tax authorities, you know, are uh, are, are uh, ca- catching up, you know, like on on um, uh, the enforcement of, of payers actually paying the VAT. Um, oh, okay. That's a um, that this is a, okay and and okay so so then let's say you you, you are profitable and, and and you allocate some some of the um, the the some of the one third um, to PPC and this is like where you can help with some automations um, now now I have a question right. is that does does the the the, the PPCs do the PPC sales um, do they help you with your uh, organic ranking so let's say you you launch And let's say you have no no organic ranking because you just started, but you have uh, PPC sales. Does that help you with your organic ranking? Uh, certainly, I think um, the Amazon algorithm generally works in a way by looking into the sales velocity, right? And whether you are making the sales either from advertising or organic or any other external traffic, um, always the sales for that keyword always going to affect your ranking and the more sales you generate uh, the better your rank will be right so in the in the earlier example which you mentioned like let's say uh, bicycle and if you start generating more and more sales through that specific search term obviously you might be doing you might your ranking keeps improving and uh, and you will uh, be i mean eventually you really wanted your product to come on the first three uh, results of any search terms right i mean so because people don't generally move out of the third they don't go to the second page or third page and buy any product so you really wanted to ensure uh, you are having good sales velocity your product keeps coming up to in the results and that's what you're looking for yeah okay so are you then suggesting that if the uh, ppc sales are helping the organic sales that yeah. your acos should could could take that into account so yes. do you need to be profitable on each ppc sale or would you say it's not that important to be profitable on each ppc sale because the ppc sales help the organic sales and you will be more profitable uh you know if if you combine those two so i will try to make my uh, so again uh, if i am in the uh, launch phase of my product i will try to ensure that i am at least running at the break even a cost right so mm-hmm. I, I i don't know the price of your product i don't know the cost of your product but let's assume that your break even a cost is around 60% right you can afford to spend up to 60% to acquire any users because you know that it's also aiding to your organic sales right so i will ensure that i am running at 60% a cost but post that once the product starts making good revenue i might bring down the sale cost to let's say 30 or 35 percentage right and once again the product becomes mature i will essentially ensure that i am running my ppc campaign at let's say 20 or 15 percentage right yeah i mean obviously like it's it's better to make money than than to be yep. than to break even um but uh but breaking even is is not really breaking even breaking even is actually making money on the organic sales that's that's what you're saying that's right that's yeah. right yeah yeah all right okay um what's like a typical uh, uh setup um you, how do how do you structure your campaigns or your software so uh okay so uh coming to the 
advertising feature which we have launched uh, so um so what we have tried to do is see amazon uh, does a really good job in terms of reporting giving you the reports in terms of how much you have spent and what's your a cost and what is your total a cost and all those data is available right from the amazon dashboard itself so the value for for a tool like seller app comes in around five different folds the first one is uh, we do have built already a lot of insights for the campaigns already right we look into the campaigns we look into the keywords we also understand the context the the phase of your product uh, the journey of the product and then already have built a lot of insights for you right you connect your account you come back to the dashboard it would already started generating different different insights right and this insights can be uh, multiple again like it can be the good keywords which means like positive keywords for you which are converting well uh, so you can take different decisions based on that like for example you can try to increase the daily budget of those keywords you can convert into manual a lot of things you can do with those uh, converting keywords right or it can be also keywords which are draining money for you which comes under the negative keywords again we have also built insights like the positive essence that means the competitors whom you are actually on those pages when you are i mean ads are coming you are making money so that's a first feature which is essentially building all the insights for you right the second one is the automation feature um automation essentially as of now we try to cover three different types of automation the first one is the money saver which means like especially in a holiday season like this uh, what you're looking at is you really want to double down on those converting keywords for you the keywords which are already performing well ideally you would like to allocate more budget and you want to scale more revenue from that especially in this holiday season right so money saver is the first rule uh, which identifies all those negative non converting keywords and it can either mark negative or you can reduce a budget uh, for that right the, the second one is not do that automatically because when because amazon also has no interest in in serving uh, ads that that don't convert right so like if there's a keyword yeah. somebody searches for it i mean they have an interest in making money so like maybe they do serve the ads uh, but in the end they they'd rather serve an ad that converts right because they'll be making money plus they would make their customer happy exactly exactly amazon do have essentially especially if you look look their uh, bid down i think that's what they have tried to build uh, on they try to understand what kind of user it is and is, is it likely to convert and if you use a bid down rule generally it reduces the bid and it actually automatically start doing it but here in our case it's slightly different it's mostly based on um the experience of the seller right which means okay uh, timo is a person or uh, you are selling a product you have got let's say more than 20 30 people clicking on that but not buying the product right so we can be contextual in that way like uh, it can be based on impressions it can be based on the clicks or it can be based on a cost right all these three variables based on that we can tell you that okay these are the things which are not working for you right and we can and, and the advantage you get is um, all these are some of these are possible on amazon but the point is it actually will take a lot of time for you to do it right let's assume that you have uh, 10 campaigns you have 10 ad groups under that and under each ad group let's say you have 50 keywords right this is going to take you at least like 10 15 hours per week to optimize it by using a platform like seller app the advantage is all these things are automated you create your strategy implement that strategy on the seller app and the platform can do it at large scale right so when you start scaling you create more campaigns you create more ad groups it automatically works within the platform that's advantage right mm -hmm. 
so uh, going forward i think other than uh, money saver we have roi optimizer which means that you really want to set a target acos and you want the campaigns to reach that so the platform will take a decision to uh, change the bid change the budget but it will ensure that it reaches to your target acos right that's the second point and the third one is essentially keyword harvester and this is one of the very effective rule which can help you to kind of um, identify new set of keywords new set of search terms which can actually give you additional visibility I, and i'll tell you an example right so we have uh, we have a customer who actually sells uh, tea product um, organic tea and uh, we try to run the campaign uh, through this particular rule keyword harvester rule and what we could see is this person start generating sales from a totally a different category and totally different keyword itself right and those are things which you can actually start doing when you um use a rule what will happen is like let's say uh, tea is a product it comes in a specific category but when you run a when you run an automatic campaign the amazon might decide to show this particular product in a total different category total different of product set but once you start seeing that initial set of momentum like in terms of sales you can try to double down on it and see whether uh, those category and those set of products whether you can make sales so those kind of things you can actually do with the uh, keyword harvester where you try to get visibility from a totally different product as well as a category set yeah interesting yeah right all right um then what else was i going to ask um yeah so so the software does that for you but you also offer um like a an, an agency service so what what does the agency do that the software can't do uh so what we have tried to do is see uh, for in terms of strategy i think we still feel uh, human strategy is much better than the platform strategy uh, we are good in creating strategies uh, based on a lot of context of the product um so that's what we try to do on our growth consulting package uh, so uh, we have seen uh, sellers who are looking at some of the sellers are very happy with let's say 10% or 20% month on month growth there are sellers who are looking for 50% month on month growth and they are ready to spend um any amount of money on amazon advertising right so in that kind of conditions what we try to do is we understand the um, uh, intention of the user and create various strategies for them and try to execute through the platform right so we have a powerful platform which is there and we also combine with the human intuition so both combined together that will become a great solution for the seller all right got it yeah does does that does that work does that require a language skill so do you, do you need to understand the language of of that marketplace uh yes yes to a greater extent yeah okay and so amazon do have translation and other services which is inbuilt to the amazon dashboard itself but again we have seen that the effectiveness is not up to the mark so we do depend on uh, some of the local language experts in this case uh, because again um, the way in which somebody searches uh, and if you do a translation uh, it may not come up to the mark right so we try to use uh, local language experts in that case so for yeah. example amazon japan is a very very a uh, good growing market for us we started working with a uh, couple of big sellers out there so in, the, in those scenarios we realized that uh, the translation is not working so we um took the help of some local language experts to get all those keywords as well as get the context yeah all right 
Okay, so let's talk about the future. Um, yeah. What, what, what do you think? Like, what, what are your predictions for Q4? So this year, I think uh, things are looking really good. Uh, the Q4 is already started. We are in the first month. Um, we see uh, significant growth in some of the categories, like especially, uh, I think, the usual suspects like health, household, uh, toys, all of them, we already started seeing a lot of growth. Uh, and also people started becoming more open. I think the last year we could see the sales was concentrated in some specific categories because uh, most of the consumers were concerned about spending money. Uh, so this year, I think it's a lot more open and uh, people are uh, spending money. So in terms of predictions, I believe, uh, I mean, the usual suspects, the first one is obviously the, the CPC rates are climbing. Uh, we know that mm -hmm. from the Q1 yeah. itself. Uh, so we have started suggesting our customers at least um, keep your bids at least 70% higher uh, compared to the previous quarter. Uh, that's the first thing. Uh, the second one is, um, uh, I mean, the brand, even, even there is a lot of competition, which is even happening on the brand related keywords, right? I think uh, people are uh, bidding aggressively on even your, even your brands, right? So we are, uh, suggesting all the brands uh, not to ignore their brands, uh, brand keywords, and even increase your bids for that. And um, and yeah, I think uh, November will be a very exciting month. Uh, keeping fingers crossed. Uh, some of the sellers are already seeing great growth, but um, yeah, we have to uh, do a deep analysis uh, by the end of December. All right. And what what's your prediction about e-commerce in 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 general, like beyond Q4? See, a, a best market like US, uh, you can see the e-commerce adoption is still uh, less than 30%, right? And people still do, um, I mean, depend on the retail offline stores still, right? So it's still less than 30%. So that means with just less than 30%, and if you're seeing this kind of growth for e-commerce, I think with more adoption of e-commerce, I'm sure that this is going to really explode. And Obviously, Amazon is the forefront and um, more than, I think, I believe more than 40% of the uh, sales in US is uh, run by Amazon. But I'm, I'm sure that there will be other marketplaces do exist, like I think uh, do grow. Um, if you look at other marketplaces, especially in Asia, right? I mean, uh, there are at least 15 companies which are doing a billion dollar plus in terms of GMV, right? So there is a huge growth potential for softwares like us because what we try to do is we try to be I mean, marketplace agnostics, build our algorithms, core algorithms, as well as our business monitoring and all the features which are not really dependent on a marketplace. So it's a good time for all of us. I mean, we can really grow and we can also really help sellers because once a seller starts growing, I'm sure that it's a great time for even for us. Yeah, well, that sounds great. Um, I'm, I've asked all my questions, so I'm, I'm going to give you the 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 closing words so you can you know say whatever I've, I've i forgot to ask you that that you want to share with the audience uh and also please uh let let them know how, how to find you you know how to uh you know try try it i don't know if you offer something if there's a free trial or something um then please please feel free to to mention that as well yeah thanks timo uh so i think this was very exciting timo i think um see uh e-commerce is here to stay and um you can also see the growth of e-commerce adoption across the geographies, not just in US, but across the countries, um, Europe, US, uh, Asia, all, 
all geographies you can see the growth and um, and a software like celerap i think it it helps you essentially in terms of taking decisions faster and we also help you to essentially monitor your business once you start selling it so that you can create a plan and keep tracking whether you're following the path or not right and um, and for i mean all of you who are i mean i'm i'm really excited to essentially connecting with all of you so you can reach out to me personally at uh, dilip uh, that's d i l i p at the rate sellerapp.com um and we are also like if if you need, if you have any challenge in any of your um, e-commerce stuff right whether it can be in the uh, selling journey sourcing journey anything of that so please do reach out to us uh, we are here to help you and in terms of the platform we have actually launched the freemium recently so if you are generating let's say up to 10000 of revenue per month the platform is absolutely free all the features including the sales dashboard the uh, the keyword research essentially the advertising all those features you can actually use absolutely free and so we are here to help you in all the possible ways and wishing you the very best for this q4